awesome. Let me just grab this. That way I'm not doing it in the middle of it. Podcast question. Perfect. All right. What is going on, YouTube? Welcome back to the Extra Deck Podcast. It's always great to be doing this podcast. As you know, we got our guest, Callie, here. Hey, guys. Please apologize. My eye is like... He's been struggling. <laughs> my, my, my allergies are, are going up right now. So give me just, just apologize if I start blinking weird and stuff. It's not Conspiracy Cali. I'm just a little messed up right now. It's Conspiracy Cali. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I hope you guys are having a great day. As you know, it is very, 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 very tough to always not be at war with yourself. But as much as you can, please do not be at war with yourself because we want to see you guys prosper. Please, please do. Because TJ, he's definitely at war with himself in that car right now. <laughs> My last week has been probably one of the worst weeks I've had in a while. But I'm more than optimistic. Um, my car engine blew up. I fell at home and slid into a wall. I fell at um, Fremont Experience in Las Vegas on a uh, parking garage stairs and then decided to collapse and black out as well. You got to get so, this man a life alert, dog. <laughs> like, yo, he's falling. Hey, yo, imagine him at 60. That's how he's going to die. <laughs> like, if he's already fallen, he's not even 30 yet. I'm falling Sheesh. and I can't get up. <laughs> oh, yeah, my, my week has been um, pretty bad. Pretty bad as well. Um, lost $1,500. Uh, boo thing that was supposed to come over. She never came over. Um, there were some other things that I'm trying to blank out right now, but they, they were not good things that have been happening. So my week has been pretty rough too. Oh, my RA is flaring up like yeah. who knows what. But like you said, uh, don't be a war with yourself. And it, it, bad things are meant to happen. Right? Absolutely. Like, yeah. So I've learned that um, if you just dwell and you're constantly on these topics and you're bringing in that negative energy, it's always going to be there. So exactly. be as optimistic as you can. It's okay to have feelings, but just get them out as fast as possible and exactly. then push through. You know what? And I think that's like the biggest growth ever. Like even though you go through bad stuff, understanding yeah. that's how life is, that's that's the key because right. bad stuff is going to keep happening. It's it's a never-ending cycle. Like, you know what I mean? So Absolutely. And speaking about bad stuff, this is going to actually get me into the topic. What is an example of a deck that was really good or potentially like right there like, you know, and then just kind of got smacked out the water fire you know? fist <laughs> <laughs> oh man fire fist fire fist, fire fist. bro no. we, had, we had so much hope for fire fist like it was in the beginning of the dragon ruler format so obviously that i was on pure hopium that whole way yeah through. yeah prophecy um, and e-dragon yeah like... it was terrible then afterward <laughs> it was a fire fist fire fist like that it was not uh, fire fist dog it was Firefist, Bear, Gorilla, and Tinky with hands. It was Axis 4. No, it was, bro. It was Wolf Park, Firefist, Tinky. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stop. Yeah. That was not a deck. I mean, yeah. it was not a Firefist deck. It was a good deck, but not a Firefist It was Beast deck. Warrior. So definitely <laughs> one of those decks on the cusp of being, but not. not yeah. Um, for me, I'm going to go right back to Windups. I mean, Windups was like right there. They... I'm on Hopium. Yeah, you you know, you I'm cap. You they on Capium. They on, was there. He's on Capium. They was That's there. That's what he is. Uh, there are no Fire Fist cards on the Forbidden List. No. There are wind-up cards on the Forbidden List. One. Multiple. There was multiple. You forgot about Wind-Up Magician was on the Forbidden List, right? Wasn't it was limited for a while, yeah. But it, it was on there. Wasn't wind up shark or wind up rat or something on the list? Rat, maybe. I don't think so. Though. Wind up rabbit was on there for, for other reasons too. Yeah. Well, okay yeah, then. Chain burn. There has never been a single fire well, I guess fire fist rooster. But that was dumb. Like, that was the dumbest hit ever. Tanky was on there, too. Yeah, but that's for different reasons. <laughs> that, that's easily for different reasons. For different reasons. Totally okay. different reasons. Okay. Um, then I would probably have to go to, like, 
Constellar more than likely because until oh, yeah. Teller Night, like the Teller series wasn't really. You mean Constellar? There. Well, so Teller Constellar, was actually good. You mean yeah. Constellar? That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. In the series of Teller, Constellar was almost there, and then Bro. they got their nerf basically because everything else was just better. Bro, imagine, imagine Dragon Rulers, Constellars, and Evil Swarm with Prophecy being a four-way format. That's a god format. That that's a god format. That easily probably takes Dragon Roller out of tier zero and makes it a viable. It makes format. it a viable. That would be dope if Constellar actually had that extra push Just of support. That little bit, yeah. Yeah, to make it a really really good deck because Pleiades already deals with Draco Sack. Yeah. So it's like, yo. I think had we got some of the Teller Knight exceeds earlier, they would have benefited the Constellar. Did we already have? Did we already have a uh, the the card that you needed for Teller Knight to be good? The one that gets you the extra normal summon. I know we had the, the lower X seeds, and I'm pretty sure we had the five. I'm pretty sure we have. What did we miss? We... I don't know what we're missing. I don't know. But if we had yeah. that, it would it would have been dope. If Tom Stellar was that good, I I, I want to go into that format and try to crack the code with that one. Yeah, really yeah, kind of like we've been doing with Edison lately and stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. almost two decades later, but I, maybe it was the cons maybe it was consistency. Probably. I, th I think that may have, like, doomed Constellar. I think so. Actually, yeah. Because we only had cards like Pot of Duality and stuff to help with consistency yeah, at the time. And you it can't wasn't get that a good. Going. Yeah, 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 you yeah. can't special summon after that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That so maybe if they had, like, I don't know, Reinforcement of the Army to three as well. I don't know. Something that just allows them to facilitate their cards from their deck. Or get into their fives or something. I don't know. Something. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It would have been really fun to have them into the Yeah, okay. Plus, Plays Turbo would have easily just kind of yeah. Broke the it's meta. like yo, it would have it would have been really good against uh, Draco Sack. I yeah. think I think it would have had a bad time against Spellbooks. And we had Dagusto Emerald at the time, so it was easy to recur resources. Yeah, back. yeah. So, I, yeah, I, it I think been. it would have been interesting, but almost in the what ifs, right? Yeah. I think yeah. that brings up another topic. Uh, yeah. What if <laughs> that like what if what if I, I'm just gonna say because yeah. I think we should do this in every episode. Just I think have, so like, too. A yeah. What if or somebody section. brings a what if section? Yeah, yeah I like yeah. that. I like that. What if um, goat format actually had like pot of duality, like some of the the consistency cards? Yeah, like whether it be a draw or a search card that actually like okay, mm -hmm. um, it would have been way. It would have been a faster pace uh, format. Only because you would have seen yeah. your cards sooner, which means that if you see them sooner, you're doing more. Is duality really a drawback in GOAT format? Yes and no, because then you can't summon stuff like uh, Chaos Sorcerer, BLS, Relinquish, you know. like That's the, it, the, yeah. Like, the good but stuff. that's it. But you can see your tribe infectings faster. You get to your scapegoat sooner. That probably shouldn't Mirror be forces. a card there. Yeah, yeah, that probably shouldn't be a card yeah, in that format. Yeah. But yeah, I, the reason why I say this is because there was a format um, almost 10 years ago called right. Nugio. And Nukio was like a goat format, but it had like extra deck and stuff yeah. like that. It had tour guide from the underworld. Mm -hmm. And the format was actually, I, I didn't get to play too much into it, but it was a unique format that was pretty fun. And I've always wondered what if we altered a format to include certain cards, right. like to make it more balanced, like the wind up in sector format. Yeah. Like what if an aura of chaos, I think there was a couple of other strategies that were like a little bit under those two strategies. Yeah. What if they got that support at that time? And it's like almost every almost every format we can look at a format and be like, dang, what if these cards came a little bit earlier? Because right. picking back on that question, yeah, there are some strategies that are could have benefited it. Yes, they're yeah. way under supported at the time. And by the time they get the support to be great, 
they're not great. It's too late. They're already power crept. And exactly. that's just the worst part is because a lot of these decks are actually fan favorite decks that were supposed to do good. Mm -hmm. And with like you said, without those cards, and by the time they get them, they've already been pushed out of the way. And it's like, what was the point then? You yeah, know? yeah, that, that one does 100% suck in that particular category. But I guess we'll always live in the what ifs, you know what I mean? Absolutely, Unless we actually yeah. go ahead and we'll test just be Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, and then, so what do you think uh, is one or a couple pieces of like a combo that's like away from being super broken, but just isn't? Like stuff that has potential, like super, super potential just is not there. Combos that have the most potential to be busted, but aren't. Yes. So we're not going to talk about Cash Chira because I mean, they either the you know about the combo or busted. soon you're going to yeah. learn about the combo. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So not going to talk about that. Uh, Labyrinth. Labyrinth? Okay. The Because the, not a lot of people do know about this. Um, Lady, Lovely Lady of the Silver Castle triggers any time a monster is removed from a trap effect. Okay. And that's, it's so, you know, so, normal trap cards, you know, the cards say when your opponent activates a trap card or when a trap right. card is, no, this says trap effect. Okay. So it doesn't care. Yeah, so it could be face-up continuous spell. It could be a card in the graveyard. So, well, you know, a face-up continuous trap card. You yeah. said continuous spell, but you, yeah. Or, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, anytime like a trap effect in the graveyard field, it triggers her effect. Right. Which is stupid. Okay. Um, Big Welcome Labyrinth can banish itself from the graveyard to bounce an opponent's card. Wow. From oh, the graveyard. So free compulse. Yes. And okay. it, like just just how the labyrinth cards work on on paper, like you read them yeah. and you're like, okay, these are some interesting. Like you you think yeah. that their effects are like mid, but once you start to stack them together and you build a chain link, their combos are like it's it's ridiculous because this just, is trap deck. First yeah, of all, yeah. you don't think trap decks have combos, but no, there's. I mean. Edledge Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> but but they, even then, yeah. that's Eldledge plus Brandon. This is just, just Labyrinth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's really interesting to see how that deck evolves and how comboing, but maybe I'm just uh, campaigning for Labyrinth. Do you have any? Um, For me, it would probably be the fact that, like, um, Punk almost has that, like, over the, you know, top kind of, like, you're not breaking this. Like, we had that one more Synchro Monster that That's, we could make. I was just about to say, the like, only thing that is missing We just need is another like, 11. Not yeah. Amazing Dragon. We need another 11 that facilitates more. Um, because although having a giant Trunade is amazing. It's God. Um, have we have that monster that's like a, a free Changing in a, like a punk name would be like, it would be broken. This is actually, I think it's the perfect time to buy punk cards when nobody's paying attention because what, what people don't notice is that punk is so open-ended. First it of is. all, it's a synchro deck. It doesn't it, care what it's going into. I wouldn't even say a synchro deck. It is a synchro engine. Okay. It is. Well, it's a, well, here's the thing. We said synchro deck and we actually misappropriated it. Yeah. It can fusion summon too. It has one, but here's the thing. Magic Harp is one card. It has one it's fusion. And it doesn't say summon the rising card, right? It just, okay, so it allows if we got you another fusion. fusion summon. Okay, so if we got another fusion. Yeah, like okay. that's, it, it has so much room for improvement. Yeah. And the strategy already is, it's ridiculous. Like right. a twice per turn pot of grief. Oh, so what if we got something like, um, I forget the Gladiator Beast name, but it's like the Omni Negate almost. Oh, like Herculinos? Yeah. Ah, that'd be ridiculous. If you add a monster, like, picture yeah, yeah, out, yeah. a punk fusion monster that says, when it's summoned, summon a punk monster from your hand deck or graveyard to your side of the field. And then once per turn, when your opponent activates an effect, you can negate the activation and you have to control a level three monster in your graveyard to activate. Or, hear me out, you have to tribute a punk monster from the field 
No, 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 no. See, you, 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 you're not seeing it. Bert's fair. No, you're not seeing it. Uh -huh. Because then you tribute the Jam Dragon Drive, which now facilitates the fact that if you tribute for cost, your Jam Dragon Drive can activate when your opponent activates a response. Yeah, but now you're going to have to tribute a monster? Like, it's good in that particular situation. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. But, like, you got to make cards, like, stupid busted. Okay. So, so just give it a third effect <laughs> that says during either player's turn, you can tribute one punk monster to draw two cards. Okay. Or during your opponent's well, turn. Well, we kind of already have that, though, in the field spell. Why not? You need more. Okay, I'll try more. Obviously, the deck is built off Check of Check my hand, thank you. No. <laughs> or maybe, like, a punk hand trap, because I could see that happening. Yeah, that like, could easily happen. Like, a level three tuner, like, you know, yeah, hand trap. Yeah, that can summon itself and then synchro on the opponent's turn. And because it's that's, searchable. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, that's, again, Damn saucy. Yeah. Saucy, like, uh, punk has way too much potential. I yeah. think it's the only strategy that didn't get multiple support through multiple cards. Because Exosister got Martha and Vetus and got, Returnia. So we got just Zero. Jam Dragon Drive? Nope. That was from main set. I'm talking about oh, like... Oh, from a side set? Yeah. Or yeah. From, uh, from regular line sets. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you guys, you like Exosister got three cards, I believe. Right. Adventure got three cards. Yeah. Though the cards were dog water and nobody talks about yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think Illegal Knight's the only good one. Yeah. And then the other one was like a common spell card. It was bad. Yeah, it was terrible. Punk didn't get anything other than Deer Note. That's and true. I think it's because Konami knows that yo, would be too good. Yeah. If you give it two more punk cards, you better make them either bad or like just be prepared to hit them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it could it could be it could be, it could be Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um I think Punk is also one of those decks that has easily the most potential in today's Yu-Gi-Oh, let alone in future Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, yeah, that, and that's I because think that's why so Konami's splashable. Scared. Yeah. Like it's so splashable. Mm -hmm. Um easily why has one of my favorite decks. Easily why I've been playing it for a long time. Like it's just it's that good. Yeah. While we're on this topic, uh what do you think are some cards? <laughs> oh yeah. Give, give, I'm gonna give them a. I'm gonna give them yeah, a. Yeah, a down heads in the up. Yeah, I got guys. Go ahead and pull some cards, but also I'm giving you guys a sneak peek to cards that I feel that you should buy before they skyrocket in price and engines that are really, really good. TJ, you have been a menace with the adventure, <laughs> and, and I know you're gonna mention like, yo, this is a card that you should 100. percent Yeah. What do you think about the adventure engine coming up? Um, I think the adventure engine coming up is just too good. Um, it's too splashable. It's a free Omni Negate. And easily in some decks, even if you get rid of the resources, the resources are so recurrable. It's just not funny. Like it's so. If you don't have the adventure engine, buy it now. Like definitely a buy these cards before it's skyrocket. Not even that. Like literally today, when you're seeing the buy the adventure engine because it's not going anywhere. And if Konami hasn't hit it yet, I give it three more ban lists. I, I think Konami should preemptively hit it now because that's what they do. Yes. But hypothetically, if they don't, oh my god, it's it's hunting season. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The engine is just so good. It's just flat out good. Let's put it this way. In decks like Punk, where you can you sometimes need a seven, sometimes you don't need the Omni Negate. Why? Because you're gonna use a level three and the Wander Griffin to make a Barone, which is a free Omni Negate. And if you really need to, in the standby phase, you swap out a Barone for the Wandering Griffin. Yep. Yep. You have two Omni Negates then. Yep. They're forced to stop the Barone, and if they don't, the Barone stops whatever they stop, and then you summon the Wandering Griffin back. Facts. Like, it is too good in some decks like that. Um, you guys will see a dual challenge soon, which facilitates <laughs> man, this, this it's man, too good. This man is a big brain. He just figures <laughs> out like some ridiculous. I I, I think with TJ in Brone, or I'm sorry, in the the adventure engine, engine, it's ridiculous, my guys. Um, yeah. an another thing I think you guys should be looking at uh, that is just like completely ridiculous. And I'm not gonna get into any specific cards because again, that would just change the whole video. Topic. Yeah, collectors rares, collectors rares, and ultimate rares. I have been seeing collectors rares and ultimate rares going for so cheap, all time low prices. It's yeah. like back in our day, 
my god, four or five hundred dollar carts. Yeah, like ridiculously. I mean, they're they're even they're still expensive now, they're even not, more yeah. expensive. But like ridiculously expensive. But now OTS carts, nobody values them. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's because everybody gets so many, but you got to remember these cards run out of regulation. Like they yeah. stop being printed at periods in time. Yeah. And they're so cheap because like they're starting to print cards that aren't that like I'm in search of like guaranteed need it for collection purposes. Yeah. Like back in the day, people used to overpay and we've heard stories of me over I people used to overpay for those cards. Yeah, I still pay overpay for Ultimate. all of the Ultimates we bought. I've bought of recent was over. Yeah. Overpay, but it's, and I don't care. But they're not losing value anytime mm -hmm. soon. The game has to die completely for them to lose value. I don't even think then, because they're like the hardest sought after. Hypothetically, if the, if the game dies out, there is a zero percent like, chance to get these cards in circulation. Right, but then there becomes a collector factor. Yeah, exactly. It becomes sole collector, less play. Yeah, I mean, look at it from this perspective. I think I paid. What did I pay? Uh, 50 each for my Sky Striker Ace Race? Yeah. I think they're maybe 40s or 30s or whatever right now. Enchantresses are like 20s. Which is, again, this is dumb. Yeah. But hear me out. When Kagaris first came out, they were a lot 20s. Ulti Kagaris. They were 20, 30, 40s. Yep. They were 150s just recently. Yep. Like, that's just like... And it's been how long since they've been printed? Exactly. You got to think about it for the long term. A lot of you guys got to think about the things for the long game. And then, look, hear me out. I have Ulti Shizuku's, Ulti Kagaris, Ulti Hayate's, yeah. Ulti Kana's, yeah. and now Ulti Rays. That's over a thousand plus bucks. No, but over like over fifteen hundred plus. Bucks. It's a whole set. Yeah, like it's it's the, it's the whole thing. You'd yeah. have to be a goofy goofball. So when do we get Ulti engages? I gotta get them. I said when. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I, I mean, whatever we, I got, I, I gotta complete the set. I, yeah. I hope that they don't make any more. Ulti. Maybe Ulti Rose. I can Ulti see that. Zeke and Ulti Rose. Yeah, I can see the monsters just getting to complete Ulti those. Out. Yeah, but yeah. I, I wouldn't. If, if they started ulting out the whole deck, I'm like, what are we doing here at this point in time? Like, come on, I wouldn't stop, be mad, please. but... I mean, no, I'm not. I'm going to get it. Like, yeah, yeah, but it's like, damn. It's like, <laughs> yo, like, I, I, I actually would have been respectful if they made ulti Zeke instead of ulti Ray, but I think that that just means that Konami has more plans for Sky Striker. More than likely, um, because they usually don't print those ulti cards without them either being, like, a really good deck and continuously being a good deck, or it's a very sought after card. Yeah, and it's like, man, they've reprinted Sky Striker cards over the past four years, which is ridiculous. There's so many rarities. Yeah, though. well, think think about it. Like, they're getting alternate arts too. Like, you're, like, yeah, yeah, that's and yeah. There's no doubt in my mind that Sky Striker is like Konami's love child. I think the same thing with uh, Albaz. Yeah. Because Fallen Albaz, Owlbear, Ecclesia's, Ecclesia. Yeah, like there, there's, there's their whole Sword Soul interaction and everything. Mm -hmm. Like, there's so much within that story that it's their baby, and they just don't care to hit it. And those are some cards that I think people <laughs> should be like Ultimate yeah. Rares, Collectors Rares. Collectors Rares are ridiculous. I gotta look at yeah. some and buy some right now. Because uh, even Starlights are down. Like, oh, Starlights are down. Starlights are even down on a lot of them. Like, I'm not a big fan of Starlights. I'm not either, but for collection purposes, mm -hmm. it's if I mean if you have the other rarities, there's no reason not to look at the Starlight after. Yeah, the reason why I'm not a big fan of Starlights is because okay, so first of all, they're one per case, which is great, right? But like, they're way too hard to find for the price of what they're worth. You know yeah. what I mean? And on top of that, they like Pokemon stickers. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, but it's easily gonna be one of those things that, like, in a few years, we're gonna look back and be like, ah. Appaloosa was like a two, three hundred dollar starlight. Now it's so, twelve hundred bucks. Plus. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. IP was also a cheap starlight. Dark now. was like one fifty. Now it's like three, four, five. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, like the char. I think the charmers, Appaloosa, IP, the, the female starlights. Just they just mm -hmm. they're they're ridiculous right yep. now. Um, I mean, it's just. For collection purposes, those things should be looked at, though, all 100 percent agree, 100 percent. And I've always tried to look at things from a collector's perspective because, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, 
I'm a collector, right? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> this is my retirement fund. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, something else that should be looked at. We've seen in recent events where they are doing side events and you're able to turn in tickets for mats that are no longer in rotation. Bro, we seen a Burning Abyss, the Virgil mat? From like 2014 or something, 2013. I forget the year, but like, Bro. Those aren't easy mats to get, like, unless Bro. you're willing to spend the money. But if you have an event in front of you that you can spend all day at a side event for, why not? Overall, I think all of the mats uh, that Konami had, like, you don't... Yeah. They might be cheap right now, but you don't see them in circulation often. Yeah. So, uh, people talk about... I, I think the best way to put it is COVID. Yes. You remember when certain cards, like, collector's cards weren't worth anything before COVID? Then yeah. COVID came out and the cards like this, this because you're nobody, literally looking at the next line of collector's cards. Yeah. Well, that's also because everybody had all of the time on their hands. So they're like, I'm going to play a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh. Exactly. But like the biggest thing is that like we're, we're in the same spot where things are cheap. And I guess forbid COVID for happening for the, you know, the, yeah. the things. But if something like that does happen, it's, I mean, you guys are looking at it right in your faces. A lot of times, a lot of yeah. these cards, the, the sky the albums, the, the collector's card, the mats that we just mentioned. They skyrocket. It's like a stock market. You have, you you have like asset there basically. You you have free money. You know what makes sense? This is why I, I like Yu-Gi-Oh better than stock markets because stock markets go up and down. Yu-Gi-Oh is pretty solidified now. Goes up. It only goes up. Yeah. At this point in time, there I I don't. And if it like, doesn't go up, it, it's pretty steady. It's just yeah yeah. Holds. The only time you'll lose money is in the initial. You don't lose money after that. Like yeah. Once it starts to hold money or value after like three six months, you're golden. Yeah, because like more often than not, Konami doesn't reprint in the same render. Yeah. And as long as they keep that up, then you're golden. You know what I mean? As long as they don't reprint Kagari Ulti, which would be, I, I think that that's I don't think they're a dick do kick it. right there. They've given a Starlight before. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what, what kind of dick kick is that? Like, yeah. Like, as long as they don't do that, you're golden. You're oh, just yeah. completely good. No, 100%. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to go ahead and cut it into another topic here. One of our favorite people, Doodle, gave us a question. Doodle D? <laughs> what is the stupidest or, you know, worst kind of outcome of an idea for dual challenge that we've actually had that never got executed? Ooh. I know I'm making you think. I mean, I'm trying to think of a worse one. Okay. Me and June, we're going to have our girlfriends pick our decks. We already pretty much have the whole outline. Ah. I had uh, one of my girlfriends ready to pick a deck and everything. We, we literally had an outline. Uh, and it was pretty much written in stone. It okay. was going to happen. Yeah. Um, what changed my mind is that we made, I think it was the second or third dual challenge. Okay. We played using no monsters. Uh, that it one. was like spells and traps only, basically? No, traps only. Oh, okay. It bombed. It yeah. did completely terrible. It made me completely change how I wanted to look into dual challenge. It was just right. like, it did that terrible. Overall, I think it's a lot better. Yeah. Now than before, but it just, it was the worst video I think we've made for Dual Challenge. And it made me completely change my mind on it. I think the okay. only one that's worse is the Christmas one. For some reason, people don't like, well, people like it, but it doesn't get the views. I think it's more or less because it's not as this deck versus this deck. It's more like a holiday thing. Well, fuck that. Watch the fucking video. It's awesome. It's right? great. Um, it's one of the best Dual I also think as we do more holiday stuff that it'll start to pick up and people will start to, you know, want it more. To be fair, it is a video that lasts forever. Every yes. holiday, you can, you can watch go it back. Yeah. And it's not like a time or timed out video because we're using pretty old and new cards. Like there's just, you know, who doesn't want to watch Zesty Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> Zesty Daddy. I think, I think hardcore Dual Challenge fans would like that one. Yeah. yeah. And I don't mind. I, I actually will do that again. Every, every so often i do not make mind making a dual challenge that will bomb now like yeah. i am confident in that i am 
I, and the reason why I like them is because it's so much fun for us. It's a relaxer for us. It's Absolutely. A it's a I mean, I know you guys don't understand the process behind Dual Challenge, but like, as much as you guys get to see the fun and like all the good side of it, I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm not taking anything away from it, but there's just so much fatigue and like there's a lot of nuance you know, in it. yeah there's so much work to it behind the scenes that like it can be a little bit like you know like ah oh, i don't i don't really feel it today you know like and like a lot of times like like today i was pushing cali today because i knew he had it yeah he had and to push me because i was i was not feeling yeah, it yeah and there was other days that like he has to push me because yeah. i'm sitting there like nah it's just not happening he's yeah. like no big dog you doing it like fun, fun fact fun fact literally we flip flop between yeah. these two days yesterday or ye was it yesterday it was yesterday okay yeah. yesterday we did a, a remarkable feat this is like this is like going in mount olympus of best feats yeah. of all time when it comes to dual challenge we did two dual challenges in one day and, and it's some serious time too oh yeah definitely i was like yo i sat down with teacher i'm like yo we're gonna get this dual challenge done. He's like, there's no way we can get two. Cause I was already, it wasn't like we got one done. Yeah. And then, did, no, I was like, we're gonna boom, be able to get boom. two today. Yeah. We're gonna be able to, and TJ was like, nah, we're not gonna be able to get two. There's no, I looked no at you, way. I was no like, way. it's possible, but I know us, we're gonna be fatigued and we're gonna not wanna do no, it anymore. I, nah. But we got through Bro, it. Bro, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know exactly what I was on and how I did it and how he did it. I don't but know. But I am confident that we can do two dual challenges. I'm confident we can do it now, just if we follow the formula that we did yeah. last time. So I gotta, Look back into it. And, to, and then today, I'm still like it today because RA is flaring up all this other stuff. I was like, I do not want to finish because we do the takes last. Um, yeah. Like, I do not want to finish dual challenge. And TJ like, nah, we finishing this thing. I'm here, man. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, though, the takes take significantly less time than it does for the actual dual challenge. So we might as well just knock it out, which is why I had to push them. But you know like there's just we have those days like, yeah yeah and though that really only happens with dual challenge yeah it is it does take it's time consuming it's yeah and to be fair i'm surprised you were like that this week because of my past week i thought with my head injury and my car blowing up and like everything i would have been like nah i don't want to do anything i'm done for the week i'm done for the month i'm done for the year like <laughs> it's, it's only january brother i'm done <laughs> <laughs> you know you know i think I think it's really cool that we push each other. Yeah. And I, I, I like to say that uh, we have this cool little energy that comes off. Yeah. It's like, like when one of us is down, the other one picks the other one up. Absolutely. And vice versa. I, I think that's something that um, Not a lot we of have. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think people have like, especially in the Yugi tubing space, the Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. space overall is just content like creation space. A brother. Yeah. Like, I think that a lot of the content creators in this space right now, they're cool with each other. Mm -hmm. But I think that there are a lot more content creators that are cool with each other on the surface and behind their backs. They're like, they, they got Beef, the moment that something. they can. Yeah. yeah. The moment that they can, they will take advantage of the situation. Or yeah. They'll, 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 uh, <laughs> real, like, like, I, I just, like, I can tell because how people move. Yeah. Um, and how people talk to each other, I can just tell. But, uh, or I have a strong feeling of it, but me and TJ, no, that's my brother, dog. Yeah, that's my brother. I, I get his boy a series. That's my brother. Like you know what I mean? If I feel that it was good enough to win, and I and y'all better thank Cali because he's the one that pushed me to start my YouTube channel. I looked at that man, I was like, mm -mm. yeah, he was mm -mm. like, you can't do it. But I'm telling you, TJ, TJ, over these past few months, you have evolved into a total. Well, I won't. You're still the same guy, but like you're, you're like I've split myself very well i don't know i think you've evolved actually i think you've evolved yeah you you turn from pikachu to Raichu type evolution it's take not... me back take me back <laughs> who gave me that thunderstone <laughs> <laughs> well like no if i feel like you've 
physically, mentally, emotionally, just like developed into, into, you know. So for a while I was at this like wall. I was just kind of like smacking my head all the time. Like it just, you know, that like revolving door and that dude just don't. Don't like oh, just can't you get through it. Hey, wait, what if I don't do this? Yeah, yeah, what if I climb over it? You know, like <laughs> so I finally kind of like, and it takes a lot because like I was stuck in my own mindset. I had to rewire my own mind just to give you guys that little perspective, um, because I'm the worst critic of myself, and I know people say that all the time. No, I'm really I the think. worst critic of myself. I think your critique brings you down. I'm always in my head. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm in my head a lot of times too, so I, I can always see from that in my head. Yeah. Like from the moment I wake up, literally, like the little minute I wake up to the literal minute I go to sleep my brain just is always going and I'm always like what can I be doing what could what what did this where can this be better or what, what can I do for this or how, why didn't I do this or well, why didn't I change this or... <laughs> <laughs> but I really am the worst critic of my own self so having that person that can look at you and be like dog get out your mind because you doing the wrong thing is so beneficial and it's hard to find that genuine person that can be like that so really we have stumbled upon the perfect anomaly for each other because it just works mm-hmm. it really just works facts 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 and on top, i mean it helps that we're brothers you know what i mean yeah like, it's such it, a long history yeah, it, it helps that i look out for my dog and that, yeah. you know, even if i didn't his dad would probably like shoot me from yeah, Mizuka from five. Yeah, yeah. While well, he was getting Osama, he went ahead to head too, you know. <laughs> yeah, he and he, he better just... be with the anti-backstabbing uh, serum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he got that tracker on you, so he always know where uh, you for at. Sure, yeah, for sure, yeah. For sure. well, I mean, we, we don't need to tell him about your dad. He's probably uh, yeah. watching his podcast. You're right. You're right. He you gonna, he'll tell y'all in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Insider, oh, guys. Insider. But oh, yeah, we probably man. shouldn't do too many of those. No. Uh, <laughs> but it's definitely the content creation space is like a weird place for people to be. My best advice from somebody who's even just starting, let alone watch somebody progress and help them progress, um, be as optimistic as you can because optimism goes a long ways. And if you're not optimistic, you're not going to put out the content you want, let alone help somebody put out the content that they want. Yeah. So, you know as long as you're optimistic and you're, I mean, you can be critical to them. Tell them how you actually feel. Just don't be rude or demean them or defame them in any way because truthfully helping somebody could potentially give you doors that you never saw. I didn't think I'd ever be in the YouTube space and this man is handing me everything I could be for a YouTuber. And it's just one of the best things that's ever happened. So my best advice, whether it's to people or to other content creators in your entire group, just be that genuine person. That's facts. That's facts. And um, I want to I want to piggyback off what you said. Like you know, don't don't be overly critical of yourself and and, and just do what. You, uh, there are some series and some videos that I thought were complete trash. Mm-hmm. And y'all came at me sideways like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? What do you mean? Nah, that shit. Or some. Yeah. Let's get let's get to a, a micromanagement. There are some takes. I'd be like, yo, this was ass. Like I gotta do this again. And DJ or Bird or somebody like, yo, what what is wrong with you, dog? Yeah. Like, a hundred percent, guys. Don't don't be afraid to put your step forward and and don't doubt yourself because when you do it, you do it. But even yeah. more importantly, to add on to that, don't be afraid to fail. Yeah, you're gonna fail. You're gonna get out there. You're gonna throw something out there. It's gonna be bad. Don't be yep. afraid of it. Okay, just learn from it. Change your style. Keep going. So the best advice that I heard to put that into perspective, your failures are your best achievements. 
because you learn from them. Hell no. Fuck them. Fuck them failures. <laughs> I want to just keep achieving. No, 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 no. All right, no, Xbox just... 360. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, because you learn from your failures, at least I hope you He's try to, they are your best achievements because when you look back at them, you're like, damn, that really opened this up for me mm -hmm. and this allowed me to learn this or yep. allowed me to do this. So don't be afraid to fail. Just don't choose to fail. Dual challenge wouldn't exist if it wasn't for all the other dual failures. So Absolutely. you're 100 percent right. Absolutely. Right. And I wouldn't even say that those are failures. Those are just more or less progressions on top of each other because like we're learning from it. So it's mm -hmm. like it's not even that it's a failure. It was just an entire I look back at it as just an entire series. To me, this is just dual challenge has always been dual challenge. Whether it's been Friday Night Duels, Dual Challenge, this deck versus this deck, um, Battle of the Gods, it's literally they're the pretty, same. More or less they're the same thing. Um, we I just do got agree better. with that. It just, it's literally just like a better version. Yeah. It's been way better. I do agree. I oh, yeah. I agree. Uh, uh, you got another topic for us? I think I do. Um, so, picking back off of all of this negative stuff, I want to lead into probably the last topic, the most optimistic part. What has been the favorite dual challenge or part of dual challenge? My favorite dual challenge? Or parts of dual challenge, you know, like, um, whether it be part of the uh, the actual behind the scenes or the actual dual challenge itself, um, just whatever is the favorite part or thing of it. Okay, so my favorite thing about dual challenge is that we get to kick it, obviously. Okay. Yeah. You know, like, at the end of the day, it's an excuse for us to get the game. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my favorite part about dual challenge. My favorite, the funniest part was the elixir. <laughs> I, I've fun. been trying to replicate that for the last few dual challenges every single time. I even have, like, a jar of... Uh, of how I I don't know how you are with jalapenos. Oh yeah, I have a jar of jalapenos that I oh. wanted to introduce to us for another. I love challenge. hot stuff. Uh, yeah, but like I mean, that's, that's not like, a challenge. We, for me. Exactly. I'm looking at it like yo, yeah. I, I was drinking it by myself just a couple. Of, like, yeah. Like, yes, but yeah. um, I, I have that was probably one of the most interesting moments for like just moment wise. Yeah, yeah. My favorite dual challenge. I don't know. I love them all. Yeah, that's the oh, hard oh. part. Oh, the one where I realized that Alpha Master Beast was a god when I beat you with it. <laughs> that, that, was probably, that was probably... Because oh, I didn't realize how much I liked Alpha until that. Yeah. I didn't realize how much I liked Scareclaw until that, that game. Yeah. Um, same thing with Labyrinth. I didn't realize how much I liked Labyrinth until that game. So, um, playing you, I didn't realize... How, I think it was the first time I played Despia against you. I didn't realize okay. how much I liked Despia. Until yeah, that, yeah, until it I was. Played. Like, so... Yeah. I guess there's many moments. Like okay. playing dual challenges is an experience for me, just like how it's experienced for you. I get to play the deck and I get to understand. Yeah. And, and have fun with it. Yeah, and just so you guys understand, before I get to mine, um, a lot of these times we have to learn these decks on the fly. Mm -hmm. So that may be why we have mistakes and stuff like that, which we try to. Probably also why we were able to do two in one day because, because we, we knew, knew the these deck. decks yep. and we have been studying these decks already. Cash Tier is not easy to, or it's not hard to. Learn. No, <laughs> big old thumb in, big old thumb in. Do things. That's yeah. pretty much what it was. Yeah. Um, for me, the favorite like parts of like dual challenge for me is those takes. Because we get to be the goofiest we can. I, I can't wait for you. We just did this one take. You oh. really like that whole thing? I liked that. I thought they were bad. See, that? this is what I'm talking I about. Like, well, the whole time we were making the takes, I'm like, these takes are fucking trash. I thought and that, DJ's like, I thought the know. last second part, though, like the second half of those takes uh, for the other video oh, so, was the so, funnest. So we could do the other ones over? Is that what you're saying? I thought they were all great. Okay. All right, yeah, all yeah, right. yeah. But what I'm saying is like in like 
fun, you know, kind of energetic way, like that mm. second part, like the, those skits we were just doing. I, 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 I 100% think we need to incorporate more skits and more fun. Yeah. Content. I think Dual Challenge needs to step away. Like the entertainment should be backseat. Yeah. To the, oh, I'm sorry, the, the information should be backseat to the entertainment. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Um, But that is definitely my favorite parts because we get to be the goofiest, most like yeah. pure versions of ourselves, just having fun. Yeah. Like half the time we make some of the funniest stuff that doesn't even go in because we make even funnier stuff. Like, you know, and it's just, that but is so fun. The, 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 my favorite, well, unfortunately, the favorite things that don't make it, my favorite part is like our takes. Like when yeah. I say something and then at it the gets end, messed like, up. no, 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 uh -oh. it's like, I say something, right? And then in the background, you say something. Obviously, you can't say anything. But since you know what happens, you said something. And yeah. it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and I'm just like, dog, no, what, what are the actual? <laughs> sometimes, Those are some of my yeah, sometimes I just have to break him. It's the like getting him to break sometimes actually is some of the best motivation because he gets stuck. And so do I. But like when we break each other, we're like, all right, all right, fine. Yeah. I'll take a second. Like, <laughs> and, and, then, and then to be honest, I, I like looking at every dual challenge as actual challenge within the challenge like yo yeah what can we do so you guys can appreciate and love dual challenge yeah absolutely and a lot of times we want those we want you guys to interact which is why we make those like skits or jokes or you know do certain things is because we want the viewer to be really involved and have like almost an input basically because without you guys we wouldn't be anything, mm -hmm. you know? So um, that would definitely easily be one of my favorite parts is that the behind the scenes, making those like cuts and takes and skits yeah, and no stuff. no cap, those, are, those um, are awesome. My favorite recent dual challenge would easily be the first Dark World um, dual challenge. Welcome, oh, no, Welcome no! to the Dark yeah, World. I, hate, I, I hated and loved that one because DJ got to play Dark World, right? <laughs> I didn't think Dark World would be that good. And, and then he's like, welcome to the Dark I'm like, bro, shut the fuck up but I made what made gold. it worse what made it worse is that i'm fucking playing crystal beast i'm like ah my god like, that's all I'm well, like well you should have used those crystals to cleanse yourself oh my god <laughs> it's like it's not like i have a beef against crystal beast is that like the matchup was bad for dark you dark world and i'm playing crystal beast like, yeah and, and then i started thinking like what deck can i play and i'm like cyber dragon i'm like yeah and you just lose, yeah. yeah. I was like, forget it. I'm, I'm gonna make a mega fleet and pass. <laughs> oh man, but that would easily be one of my dual challenges because I did not expect Dark World to ever be that good, even with the structure that coming out and knowing the like information we had. But it was good. Cyber Strike versus Dark World. I'm ready to lose to Dark World. <laughs> That is, that's not fair. It's not fair. It's not. So what would that be? Three times in the dark world? It'd be three times in the dark world. How do you keep getting out, by the way? I don't fucking know at this point. Grappa just keeps sending you back up. He's like, yo, bro, you're annoying. Get the fuck out. I don't, I don't know what he does. You it's, get there for a week. He's like, yeah, I have use for you. A week later, he's like, go home. <laughs> I think, I think it's because I keep on talking about strategies and stuff. Ah. And like, I keep on harassing Gotham on me. I don't know. Ah, maybe yeah. And meanwhile, he's like, can you leave my secretary alone? Like, like, no, she is hollow. <laughs> oh man uh, but that would easily be my favorite part of dual challenge um did you have anything you wanted to talk about today um i think we talked about it in the beginning but uh um, perfect you, you know you're 100 percent right i'm excited for are you excited for proton number i'm like super excited are you kidding me I, i'm not even excited for like the new i'm excited for like the the other not the main <laughs> stuff like the like the evil eye mm -hmm. the uh the uh Plunder Patrol is dead! I really, bro, I did not know I liked Plunder Patrol until I started playing Plunder Patrol. That deck is fucking phenomenal. Uh, Labyrinth Mommy. Uh, I, I, I think Konami did not miss in the last two sets. With Darkwing Blast and Photon yeah. Hypernova, aside from 
them breaking top in Yu-Gi-Oh, the oh my god, it's like it's 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 the last two sets have been really two good, best Yu-Gi-Oh sets in a while, probably in like the last few years. Okay, hold on, hold on, let's go back because there's there's been some before 2019, right? Well, 2019 Orcus would really okay, like okay. easily hype. Okay, let top five Yu-Gi-Oh sets. Mm -hmm. Eternity Code. Okay. Um. Duelist, Rise of, no, no, the, the one after Eternity Code. Rising Duelist? The one with Forbidden Droplet. I think it is called Rise, Rise of the Duelist. Rise of the Duelist, yeah. yeah. Uh, the set with Shuttles. Duelist Alliance? There you go. Um, oh, shit, it's tough from there. It's tough from there. Those three, okay, top three sets. Those are the three best sets, and you, I will fight you over these to the end of the day. Those are the three best. You, and as you can see, two of the three are recent. Very recent. Mm -hmm. If I had to pick a fourth and a fifth. Ooh. Ooh. That's tough. I also don't know sets that well, so I can't really give you a top five. I could I, I could not think of it. I, I want to say Invasion, Invasion of Chaos. What am I doing here? Invasion yeah. of Chaos. Invasion of Chaos. I mean, that that, that card that set still has cards being played to this That's day. true. Grin Maju is an Invasion of Chaos card. You know what I mean? Black Lotus Soldier, iconic. And then last one. I want to. I could say the duel is Genesis because it changed Yu-Gi-Oh forever. Okay. But I don't think that's like. I don't. Yeah. Like overall, I don't think that's a great set. Okay. But those are four sets, and I know I'm missing. Oh, um, the set with uh Vanity's emptiness in it. Oh. Star Trek Blast. Yes. Star Trek. Oh yeah. Star Trek bosses even to this. Just because game. of how absurd it is. Like every time, every time you turn like like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine for like almost yeah. nine years straight. You'd be like, oh, what's this card that's skyrocketed price? It's from Star Strike Blast. That's yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So those are the five. I think at when the dust settles, if we can forget about tier format, Darkwing Blast could probably take over as the fifth spot. You think so? Spot. I think so. Too. Okay. And Photon Hypernova has the potential to like, like if somebody said, no, Photon Hypernova instead of Darkwing Blast, it has the potential to be like, all right, yeah. Arguable. Yeah, yeah, it's debatable. Arguable as hell. Okay. Like, like I said, I can't give you a top five. I don't know Yu-Gi-Oh sets that well. Bro, uh, you're just going to say... Uh, uh, order of Chaos, Order of Chaos, Order of Chaos, and Order of Chaos. And then a fifth time, Order of Chaos. How did I know? I was like, he's just going to say Order of Chaos five times. Like, it's it's going to be wind up in sector. Wind I mean, up in sector. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's all I got. That's all you got? Awesome. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast as much as I did because I love doing this. I love talking to you, big dog. It's great. It's really good to take us out of the dual challenge space as well because it's not nice only little, is that a relaxing, nice this yeah. is a relaxing too, you know? So like always thank you, but thank you guys most importantly. Um, I know you guys know me from his channel, but if you haven't been on his channel, make sure you go check out the Kali Effect. I always leave his description in the bullet. Uh, <laughs> I always leave his link in the description below as well as his uh, discord. So if you're not a part of that either, it is a fantastic community to be a part of. But until next time, I will see you guys on the next Extra Deck podcast. Hey, yo, no, fuck that. Subscribe to this channel. This this channel needs to be at a thousand. At least. At least. At least. And I need about 3,000 more uh, watch hours. So um, do it. <laughs>